My name is Chelsea. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from shame, isolation, and depression. Hey, y'all. Okay, I grew up in a Christian home, believing in Jesus as Lord and Savior at a young age. We always went to church on Sundays, and when I was old enough, youth group on Wednesdays. I was kind of a goody-good Christian girl with many friends and an active life, but my fear of man was developing because of the relationship I had with my father. He was controlling, and nothing I ever did seemed good enough. I was stubborn just like him, so we fought all the time, and I always felt like I was in defense mode, trying to prove to him that I was good enough, but all I heard in my head was, you are not worthy. I started experiencing some depression my sophomore year of high school, but with some counseling and medication, I felt better pretty quickly. I went off to college joining a Christian sorority and even singing with the worship team. Life seemed great until junior year when there was a mix-up with my medication where I couldn't take it, and I ended up having to withdraw from school, from school and move home because the medication withdrawals were too much to handle. Things got better after a couple months, but all of my Christian friends were back at A&M. There we go. And I was home alone in Dallas. I started partying with new friends, getting drunk, experimenting with drugs, messing around with guys, and hardly ever thinking about God. I found no satisfaction in that lifestyle, though. And after a year, thanks to my brother, I found myself back in church around other believers and even singing with the worship team again. I finished my degree and started my career. It would have been great if my story ended there, but it doesn't. In January 20 In January 2015. Oh, I knew this was going to happen, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. In January 20 I'm just going to look down, okay? In January 2015, I had yet another medication mix-up, which started the worst year of my life. I dove deep into depression and anxiety and started questioning my life and my salvation. I didn't feel God's presence and the enemy threw every lie at me concerning my salvation. My anxiety got so bad that I almost asked my dad to take me to a psych ward because I was, because I was experiencing derealization. I felt so much spiritual warfare. It was terrifying. And I ultimately had to take short-term disability from work to attend a Christian outpatient clinic for five weeks because I just couldn't function. But God, thank the Lord. Uh, through much work, God brought me out of the pit and revived me yet again. I was on fire for God for a while until life started getting in the way again. My serious relationship with talk of marriage on the horizon ended at the same time I moved into a garage apartment alone. Sorry. <laughs> I started drinking again, but this time it was every night, and this time it was in isolation. I started messing around with guys again and deserved more than a couple DUIs. I moved into a house a year later with a girl who was a region leader. When I moved in, I made sure she knew... I wasn't exactly walking with God and was struggling with depression, but she took me in anyway. Praise God. Thank you, Kara. I had heard of Regen before, but never thought about going myself. The first time I came through the doors, I was terrified. All I kept thinking was, I'm the worst one here. Have y'all thought that? Yep. See, if this is your first night here and you're thinking that, 
you're not the first one. Um, they all, I was thinking, they all know my secrets. And the phrase that was put in my head at a young age, you are not worthy. It was so hard to keep coming, but I did. Most of that was due to the fact that my region leader roommate actually became my region leader. God's cool, right? I loved that. I did love it. I was able to begin to confront certain issues in step four, inventory, and even confess my drinking problem in step step five, confess. My dad and I even reconciled our broken relationship. You may have heard people say things like, trust the process, stick with it, or you'll get out of it what you put in when it comes to region. And that's 100% true. The thing with me is that I was coming to God half surrendered. I tell people like this, like my hands weren't fully open, half surrendered. I was giving him some of my hangups, but not fully allowing him to save me from my sin and brokenness. Brokenness. I commenced the last Monday before the COVID shutdown, and even though I had worked some things out, I was still very much lost. My region leader moved out, and I was left living with girls that I didn't really know and didn't care to know. My life for the next two years consisted of work, home, nap, TV, sleep. That's it. I sunk so deep into isolation and depression that I could go weeks without seeing my roommates, who I lived in the same house with. I hadn't gone to church since, since Regen because I believed the lie from the enemy that I wasn't worthy enough to go to God because I was too far gone. One thing I haven't said is that for two years, I had been asking for his help, but then turning away because of my shame that I just couldn't let go of. But God, yet again. Yeah, I like it. He picked me up and pushed me into a church two minutes away from my house and began a new work in me. This church also had a recovery program identical to Regen with the 12-step process. I knew I had to take advantage because I had nowhere else to turn but to God. As I went through the steps, I was reminded a lot about things I had learned during Regen, but this time I was ready to fully surrender everything to God. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And that is true, y'all. Once I opened my hands in complete surrender, God began healing the broken pieces of my life one by one. He reminded me just how worthy I am, just how worthy I actually am, through sending his son to die on the cross for me because he loves me, me. For the first time in my life, I feel completely secure in who I am in Christ. My identity does not come from my past mistakes or even the future mistakes that I will indeed make. He healed me from my depression, social anxiety, and my desire to be in my room all alone. Now I can't stand being in my, I can't stand being in my room. I want to cry because it's just praise God for this. Um, yeah. Where was I? There we go. Now I can't stand being in my room and I'm always at the kitchen table or living room with my roommates. Um, I would like to mention one thing about medication, though. While I believe that medication can be good, useful, and in some situations essential, medication is not the thing that met all of my needs or meets all of my needs. Even with medication, I can experience depression. The one thing or person who I have always been able to rely on is Jesus, who never lets me down and is always faithful. He never let me down during... Oh, this has happened too much, Lord. Um, 
He never let me down during those moments when medication couldn't help, and I praise him for that. God never intended medication to meet all of our needs. He designed us to be fully dependent on him and live with one another and not in isolation. Because of my roommate, (laughs) I don't know why I did that. I found my way back to Watermark, but this time to become a member and dive in full force with God. I'm in a community with some wonderful girls who remind me that Jesus died on the cross so that I do not have to live in shame. Praise God. I am quick to confess my sins to others so that I may be healed, like James 5, 16 says. <laughs> Sorry. I now have a closer relationship with my creator and talk to him daily. When bad things happen and I'm tempted to run back to my isolation hole, I'm reminded that because of Jesus, I never have to go back there again as long as I live. Praise God again. I'm not, I'm not just surviving anymore but I'm living the life that God created me to live. I pray that my story reminds you that God will constantly pull you out of the pit, but only if you let him and you can let him and he will. He is so faithful. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases and his mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. I still very much struggle with different things and life is definitely not perfect. Even as I am typing this, this is like a few weeks ago, this part. Even as I am typing this, the enemy is trying to convince me, was, (laughs) that uh, things that aren't true, like not being worthy of love. But praise God, because I know that's not true. And my favorite verse says, uh, my favorite verse, 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly because of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may may rest upon me. I have many, many weaknesses, but I know that God will always bring me his truth, and I'm worthy of his love. That is something to boast about, for sure. I want to encourage all of you to not just go through the motions of region, and expect your life to change, because it probably won't. Don't do what I did. Fully surrender your lives to your Savior Jesus, who loves you and wants to heal your brokenness. He is able and will if you let him. My name is Chelsea, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from shame, isolation, and depression, and praise Jesus, he gets all the glory. Thank you. (laughs) 